you're listening to Reviewing History, your comedy history podcast. I'm filmmaker and teacher Brian Rupert, joined here by... Anthony Galani. And as always, Steve Badagliaco. Hello. Hello, guys. We've reached the end of our Christmas episodes. Christmas time is here. Yeah. I'm happy about it. You're happy? Well, I mean, at this time, Christmas is near. You know what I mean? I, or just slightly past, depending on when this is released. I like get so excited <laughs> the whole season. And after Christmas, I always get post-Christmas blues. Really? Yeah, like from the 26th to the 1st, I'm like, sad man, boy. Christmas is gone. I have to wait another year. A whole nother year. Yeah. I love Christmas. Do you like think New we, Year's? Does New no, Year's make up for it a little bit? No. Mm. I don't like New Year's. Really? No, I find it depressing. It's sloppy. You know, most people feel like they have a new beginning in New Year's, a new chance. It's a holiday for drunkards. <laughs> <laughs> He's not wrong. Let the drunks and the pukes, you can have your New Year's. Harumph. <laughs> you should petition to have Christmas extended a week. It's, it's one day. Shh. I think, <laughs> Let him have this. I think Christmas should be all year. Mm. I wish it was Christmas today. Yay. I don't care what your mama says. You buy any good gifts? <laughs> it's October. The <laughs> so recording is in October. I'm going to sip my cocoa it's, and pretend I didn't hear that. It's December. We have Coke for Christmas. We spoke about this. This is why we're here. Okay. Brian got good gifts. Um, I did great Christmas shopping. Did you? Yeah. What did you get? <laughs> Fucking Mr. Goodbar? I- Bite size to put in people's pails? <laughs> Yeah. Did you go to Spirit Halloween? Did you I, get a costume? <laughs> I, I did caroling. Did you go snow tubing? It didn't snow. Uh. Hold on, wait, let me cover myself. It snowed, so yeah. <laughs> we, had, we had snow in December. I was able to tube. Now we got options. Yeah. Did, I, I've been uh, shopping around for like wool things, wool items. Very okay. cold. <laughs> Yeah, because well, it's cold out. Did you know wool's really expensive? Wool? Wool. Just wool. Oh, you really have been looking for wool things? Yeah. Well, it's Christmas. Right. It's cold. They're expensive. Well, wool is a great insulator, I imagine, that you get some high-quality, warm clothes. $60 for a shirt. It's very warm. A wool sweater? A wool sweater, $60? Yeah. That's crazy. You can get cotton for half. That's the fabric of our lives. (laughs) It is. Christmas time. It's here. Yeah. It's here. For you, the listener. Yeah. Yep. I am excited. Even if you don't celebrate talk Christmas, about, you know. Yes. I celebrate Christmas. No, for, I said even if you don't. For all if you're you, a listener, non, you non-celebrators you know, out there, you're still you. welcome. Hopefully you can get something out of the film we're going to talk about yeah. today. You're still welcome. It is, uh, I think it's a testament to the human spirit and the good the goodwill that I'll have. So when I said before that, that I wish it was Christmas every day. Mm-hmm. It's not so much that, like, I want, like, the celebration every day and you all that. You want the feelings. I like that feeling. And, like, I don't, I can't speak for everybody. And I'm not perfect. But you, Brian? No. It's, no. I know it's hard to believe, listeners. Yeah. I am not perfect. Well, last time you said that, bad things happened. So <laughs> I, I do try. <laughs> to be as giving and as helpful as possible always. Mm-hmm. I really do. I don't know if I always succeed, but I do try to live my life like Bill Murray at the end of Scrooged. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
I do. I don't think either of us are very familiar with Scrooge. No, I, I assume don't. it's a Christmas I mean, Carol story. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. It's Scrooge. It's Live Scrooge. your best yeah. life. Be, be the most I giving you can be. Be giving and helpful. Speaking I, of a Christmas charity's Carol. Charity's important. Yeah. Muppet best version? Yes. No. Scrooge. Scrooge is better than Muppets. Dude, come on. I love Scrooge. How do we let this guy lead us? You're right. Jesus Christ. I think it's the Muppets. I, now I took the Lord's name in vain. On a Christmas episode. Oh. Oh, I'm gonna. Uh, I'm going to church. It's you're right. getting smoked. Oh, you guys want to come to church Sunday? Because I, I like. I got a lot of stuff. To, ever since the Halloween thing, I've been a little haunted. <laughs> so I think <laughs> you guys want to come with me. <laughs> um, so we're talking about Joyeux Noel, and I'm sure Joyeux the audience, Noel. for the most part, is like, "What the fuck is that?" Yes, this is a French movie. And it has become a bit of a tradition at the Galati House to watch this every single year. Really? Yes. We've been watching it for like three years straight now. It's, uh, That's nice. It's very nice. My yeah. wife and I love this movie. It's also somewhat depressing. <laughs> it's the sad moments, but I don't think it's a depressing movie. How did you convince your wife to watch a French movie about World War One? <laughs> um, well, you and I saw this years many ago. years ago. And I liked it a lot. Possibly when it came out. Uh, it's probably a year or two later. Right. And I remember liking it, but not getting a whole lot out of it. But over the years, I've kind of come to look at the Christmas truce, the real event, as almost like a watershed moment. In what regard? Yeah. I see it as the final countdown. Thank you. <laughs> I see it as the final act of the 19th century. Okay. And like, it's the death, it's the final like gasp of like old ideals of like honor and chivalry. Hmm. And it's also kind of a religious type thing. The movie certainly touches on this a bit. It's like, the universality of the Christian church in Europe, this is its last moment. It dies after this. And what's replaced it is this sort of Nietzschean nihilism. And I think it's demonstrably worse for the people that live there. That being said, I don't think nihilism's cool. No, nihilism's fucking terrible. But I definitely think there's a stretch and a time period where nihilism was so cool yeah. and so mainstream. So it's right now. But not it's just right <laughs> now. I'm talking about like... 95. It's, like been, it's, been, it's like every... entertainment. Yeah, everything, everything post is so hopeless. Everything post-World War II. That's, that's, that's it. You know, it's, it's like there's no unity among people anymore. And you, this you, is you the end say, of it. You would say that about the 50s? Not in, not in America, but oh, in not Europe. in America. Yeah. Europe. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, that's where I was a little confused too. Right. Okay. Yeah. the The event, you know, it's it's been mythologized in recent years. Like for for a long time, people did not think this actually happened. Oh, really? It was yeah. in dispute. It was totally in dispute. Um, it's you can not see until why. <laughs> I think it was like 1982. Yeah, it was recent. You can like, see why, though. I mean, the story is pretty. It's incredible. Crazy. Yeah. Well, let's also not forget that. How people probably also didn't want to. I don't know if we said we're talking about the Christmas truce of nineteen forty. You mentioned the Christmas truce. Um, I guess explain what it is real quick in like one sentence. I'll do it. The Christmas truce is basically the Allied and the Axis. Are they Axis? 
right? uh, Central power. Central yeah. power. So, so the Allies and the Central powers. They're Specifically Germany. Germany yeah. in one area of the war. No. What? It's the whole front line. It's one front line. The movie I'm makes just, it seem like it's one spot, but it's really it's a, the whole front. It's a organic happenings that are like very disorganized and like di- like sometimes the truce is literally just people yelling back and forth to each other merry christmas yeah sometimes okay. it's they literally get out of the trenches and hang out with each other yeah sometimes, sometimes they befriend each other sometimes they sing together well i'm just trying to give a brief thing right they, they, s- they stop killing each other they stop killing each during other christmas. Christmas. during yeah. christmas there was a <laughs> unwritten thing that happened amongst enemies where they just said we're not going to fight each other today some of them abided by it some of them actually killed each other but for the most part the line the front line of this war was peaceful in general compared to what it was a day before and a day after and the day after even up to the new year some of them if you didn't know that yeah and it got to the point where we're going to go over some of the things in this movie Mm -hmm. that are stretches that are exaggerated but not completely false right well, one thing that I want to say is, like, we're talking about why people couldn't believe this. Mm-hmm. Because 30 years after this, World War One and World War Two are very different. Yes. World War Two, there's so much more hatred in the war itself mm-hmm. amongst the sides. And it's not, that's even a stretch for me. 1914 and 1915 are very different. That's true. You know, it's that close, uh, the level of, of animosity that is grown. You know, in in December of 1914, the war war started in August. These people have not dealt with things like poison gas yet, which is going to become iconic. A million people are dead by the time this movie begins. They thought the war was going to end soon. Most of them. They thought they're going to be home by next Christmas. It's before that. It's conceivable to them at this point. The, The brutality of no man's land really hasn't made itself apparent the way it will. They haven't heard about things like the rape of Belgium. You know, which is going to be broadcast by the by the Allied powers like crazy. They the, the this hatred on both sides hasn't taken hold of the common man yet, and it will. Mm-hmm. And uh, would you say by but, World War Two, it's even worse? Yes. And that's what I'm saying. Oh, so yeah. it's so hard in a society post World War Two to imagine that there was a point where the soldiers stopped fighting. To mm-hmm. even fathom that. To e- these enemies are real people. And that's what I'm know? saying. Right. In now, 1981. The rape of Belgium. In a second. Wait. In 1981, was, there was a documentary called Peace in No Man's Land that came out. Oh, I'm sorry. Are we make a joke. I was gonna. I'm, I'm gonna try to be funny <laughs> on our comedy show. Yeah. <laughs> I realized after I said it. Oh, I'm sorry. Do, do you want to say I it? I could fix it. A horse walks into no man's land. Okay. The commander says, Why the long face? He's a horse. The horse. <laughs> Wait, I'm going to tweak it. You're going to tweak it? Make this gold. The horse walks into no man's land. Everyone looks and said, well, he's allowed to be there. He's not a man. (laughs) Bang. That's good. I love it. Saved. I tell that in a trench. I'm the Jerry Seinfeld of the trenches. What's the deal with no man's land? Why don't we just send some horses up there? He's standing on an ammo box doing this. Gets hit with a bullet. Helmet flies off. <laughs> like, he doesn't die, but he gets all scared. <laughs> no man's land. Why don't I go send my wife out there to fight? <laughs> Can I talk about the rape of the Belgian waffles? Yes, go ahead. The Belgian waffles. <laughs> After the rape of the Belgian waffles, it was a disaster. 
There was many subsets. We had protein waffles, Kodiak <laughs> waffles. Ugh. They started adding things into waffles. Yep. I'm Chocolate glad I chips. you. Blueberries. <laughs> Blueberries. I'm glad I stepped all over you. <laughs> it would have been good the first time. I, I had a track and you, you derailed me. At least I got to do my Seinfeld thing. That yes. was good. You might get derailed, but I'm the Chinese man working on those railroads. <laughs> In 1981, there was a documentary <laughs> called Peace in No Man's Land that really dove deep in Pizza in No Man's Land? That's dangerous. <laughs> there weren't Mama any Italians mia. there. Who delivered? Yeah, there, was no, there was no Italians there. And Hitler the courier showed Wait, up. Now, that would be a great like pizza ad, right? So it's like a battlefield in World War One. Shit's blowing up. Man, what I wouldn't give for a slice. And like the Noid rolls up. <laughs> Into the crater. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, no bubbles. <laughs> Domino's There's hat no on. noids in your pizza. <laughs> so this thing really delved into like the personal letters that were sent by guys on the yes. field. Okay. And, and, yeah. and first-hand accounts from guys. And that finally kind of made it mainstream that and proved that this was an event that happened. So Joy you Noel, what did you guys think? Jouet Noel. <laughs> Here we go again. You got to say it right. Jouet Noel. It's Jouet. Now that everyone's turned off the show. We need so infuriating. We desperately need someone who speaks French to let us know what the fuck is the correct Well, guys, it's What does it mean? What does it mean? Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Well, That's it's time it to it's give Merry you guys your, your Christmas presents. Oh. oh. I figured that I would get you guys something that would help you speak French. Brian, why are you crawling so under I the ordered, table, Muzzy? I ordered <laughs> you both sets of Muzzy VHS tapes. Oh, Now, I didn't you. provide you with VHSs, <laughs> but I thought this would help you learn French. Yes, that's French, wow. those podcasts are speaking, but they're not French, they're American. <laughs> They've learned their amazing new language skill from the box art of Joyeux Noël. <laughs> Joyeux. 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 So, Joyeux. real quick, can I tell you that I was trying to learn French like a couple years ago? I remember. Oh, yeah. And I was on Duolingo. And you looked up Muzzy. Not Muzzy. I, I was... I was <laughs> I was on Duolingo, but I would, like, practice on the app all the time, like, working on my French. What is Duolingo? Duolingo is a free app. Our sponsor. Yeah, our sponsor today <laughs> is Duolingo. Honestly, it's a cool app. It's completely it is, free, yeah, it's cool. and it teaches you foreign languages. And, like, you you play games on the app, and you speak into the app, mm -hmm. and it judges your French. It's fucking muzzy. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's muzzy, any, but a little better. It's any language you want on your phone. I guess muzzy was onto something. Any language you want on your phone, you could do it. And I was learning French, and my roommate said his his like bedroom was right next to the bathroom, and he's like, I would be sleeping at 3 a.m., and he goes, I would just hear you taking a shit, speaking French. <laughs> trying to pronounce oh, Joël Noël. Joël Noël. <laughs> Why'd you give up? I just got busy and lost interest. Mm. Le pomme homme. Du l'orange. <laughs> what does that mean? I, I fucked up on. <laughs> I think I'm trying to say the man eats the apple. I, I don't remember how to say it. Un vache, that means cow. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, anyway. <laughs> back uh, to the back to the uh these stories. Now 
you said this was written and then people in the 1980s accepted, which is pretty fucking late. They exposed it. They accepted like this happened. Right. And then they started getting these letters and piecing together the whole story. Yeah. Right. And there really isn't a story to piece together per se. It's just like random events that kind of organically happened, you know? Mm-hmm. This is unheard of in war, though. In modern war, for sure. In, it, because yeah. think about it, it requires a situation where there's people... Proximity to exactly. each other. Close, yeah. close to each other for long periods of time. Yeah. What did you guys think of the film? <laughs> it's It might be one of the greatest films I've ever watched. You loved it. Yeah, I, I my AKA is like good luck not crying because this is this touches you on, it is a on tear levels jerker. that are this is a tear what jerker. part gets you? There's two parts that I, um, I can say right off the bat. I like I'm not crying, I'm not bawling my eyes out, but there <laughs> no, you there get, are you moments feel. where you get oh man that is you feel I got choked I get choked up when he's singing on the the battlefield and that everyone's scene coming out is so brilliant powerful. powerful. That's the best scene in the movie. Yeah. The I mean, we'll get to it and we'll talk about the it. The prayer got me. The prayer is When good. they all in unison in Latin say the same mm-hmm. thing, it's like, oh right. my God, how do you right. shoot someone after this? Exactly. You stood next to them doing the same belief you have. And we'll get into it. A lot of people didn't after that. You never saw the movie before, right? I did not see the movie. I never even heard of this did movie. Did you know what it was about? So when you guys told me, watch this, you told me about the Christmas truce. And, uh, I knew I, you I, were gonna love this. Yeah, yeah I, I, I. So if, if there's one it's such thing, a beaver movie. If there's one thing you know about me, I really like truces. The, <laughs> truces. He has a coffee table book, a um, big book of truces. I just read it constantly. <laughs> it's called Weeping. ceasefire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like uh, I like a little more reality in my media. You know, yeah. I like real things and and. Stuff that is, if you can make me feel something, mm-hmm. portraying something, uh, portraying a st- real story, that to, in my book, that's perfect. Did you watch this with your wife? I watched this alone. Yeah. I, if my, if she watched this, she would have been waterworks. I would not be able to, to watch it because I just have to be like, "Are you okay?" <laughs> <laughs> because right off the bat, you get some amazing. W- Camera work the and transition is so brilliant. Well, before we Holy before crap. we get into the opening, you love this, right? Love it. I, I adore this movie. So, Steve, you loved it. This is a love. Yeah, this is love. This is my second time seeing it. I haven't yeah. seen it in all probably almost ten years. Right. Yeah, two thousand maybe uh, more. Two thousand five. It came out. Yeah, I really really liked it. Yeah, mm-hmm. really good movie. I recommend it a lot. Yeah. So, guys, go out, find it. It's yeah. free on Tubi. I didn't know that. I paid for it. <laughs> don't, I, don't I literally sent it. a screen cap <laughs> with the movie, and it says, watch now on Tubi, free. Free, yeah. You had to watch, like, three ads. <laughs> they were eight seconds each, and you're like, I can't do this. I got to give this person at and least five bucks. Let me, let me tell you. Why don't you because, buy the movie Because watch I watch this, year, this every right? year, I paid for it, like, five times now. Oh my God. Why don't you just <laughs> buy it? This. I, my wife said, why didn't you just buy it yesterday? And I didn't buy it. I rented it. I don't know why. <laughs> he likes to support, you know, whoever Whatever. he's supporting. Do you have any other Christmas traditions with your wife? Yeah, there's a couple of movies that have been... We've watched... Um, I never saw It's a Wonderful Life until we started going out. Never saw it before. That movie makes me cry every year. That's another tearjerker. 
but we've have you watched ever seen it. it we've watched it every year we've been together, no. so I guess that's on the list too. I've never seen it, dude. You gotta watch that. Yeah, I probably should. It's one of the best movies. Ever. I might have. That is though. without a doubt. Like I confidently was, and I think millions of other people will say this too. It's one of the finest movies ever made, for sure. Yeah, that end. If, if like it's it doesn't right. get you, you're not human. Right. All right. I'll watch it. I'll let you know if it gets me. But, it'll uh, get him. Oh it'll yeah, get <laughs> it'll get me. It, just by, if you guys are that sure, yeah, you yeah. probably. You know if you have well. a pulse, it gets you. Yeah, all right, good. No matter how many times you see it. Yep, every year I watch it like I multiple honestly, times. Uh, I feel like this movie is is the same. At least I could say that. If you I don't, agree. if you don't feel something from this movie, you're dead. You probably are dead. Yeah. Did you um? Do you watch? Did, have you seen that your whole life? What? It's a Wonderful Life. It, I didn't see it until maybe like 10 years ago, and I watched it once. Mm-hmm. But as I've gotten older, I love it more. It just hits harder and harder. Dude, I I feel like fucking George Bailey. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And he won't get this, but like coming no. home, having that fucking banister. That banister. When he pulls It's the that most th- real thing <laughs> I've ever seen in a fucking movie. The first time I ever talked about this movie with you. We mentioned that we right away. We both brought up the banister. Unprovoked. Yep. And how that moment when he pulls that stupid knob off the banister would have broken any man. Yep. Because it's just like on top of all the shit that he just went through, that thing breaks. And you see him. <laughs> and you know that feeling. Because you just want to fucking smash something too. I can't wait to see this. You gotta watch it. Now I have to. <laughs> yeah. Watch it I with Alex. Alex, like, Alex will ball. Yeah, Alex nothing will gets die. me. In Alex the, won't make it through the movie. No. She'll die. <laughs> she's probably seen it. She's probably seen it. I, I don't. I don't think she's seen it. No. No. All right. <laughs> yeah, but I love that we're just talking about. It's a wonderful life. life. Like it's a obscure thing that people don't know about. Right. Well, I mean, yeah. I haven't seen it. <laughs> well, it's a it's Christmas. You Christmas, know. Yeah. yeah. What What better way to get me feeling in a joyous mood than a you know, sad war movie and the sad it's a wonderful <laughs> life and <laughs> we really know how to please our audience with good feelings. <laughs> anyway, so the the opening of this movie is so good. Holy crap. It's colorized photos of the war. No, I don't even mean that. No. Just oh, the, the speech? The speech. The well, that's great too. Yeah. So oh, by the way, this movie is in three languages. Yes. It's, everyone speaks their own. There's English, there's French, there's German. Well, do Scottish people speak English? Because I can confidently say that wasn't they English. They definitely speak Scottish. <laughs> you didn't You didn't understand what they were saying? It's a little garbled, you know. Sometimes. You guys got to watch subtitles. No, no. You don't watch movies with subtitles. Just read a book if you want to do that. You're, you're, you're not getting the full visuals if you're reading. You're going to miss little things, I'm telling you. Now, I, I was able to understand them. I'm kind of just yeah, doing a bit. Was that McGloin, by the way? It was McGloin. <laughs> okay, I thought so. Famous for telling people what kind of person is in the church. <laughs> yes, <laughs> in Gangs of New York. <laughs> Finest fighter in the five points. Mm. Fish hooked by a scrap. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but I believe he is in Titanic as well, isn't he? I would have to go back. I don't know. I don't think Even so. Even though we watched it last week? <laughs> <sighs> Fuck. <laughs> I'm not sure. He might be. I don't think he is. I, I think uh, I think you're getting it wrong. Mm, I might be wrong. Unless he's like working in the, 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 like the engine room. Oh, you know what? I'm thinking of his Italian friend that gets shot. But yeah, that's not the same guy. Right, yeah. But yeah, this, this movie we So get- what do you think about the little kids? Given the speech. It's so good. It's all the same Holy speech. Crap, yeah. It's well it's not. It's not. It's slight differences, but they're saying the they're same th- stuff. The it's I actually think they're real poems 
from oh, each country. Oh, okay. So what, what you get to open the film is it starts in French, and you see a small child in the front of a schoolroom, and he's telling a... Um, He's reciting a poem about the like French nationalism mm -hmm. and how they have to, you know, avenge the defeats at Alsace and Lorraine, Lorraine. Mm -hmm. and then it transitions beautifully into a British kid in front of a map of the empire, and he he's way more brutal <laughs> than everybody else, and he's like, we need to kill. <laughs> Every man, woman, and child in Germany, so yes. that we don't have to do it again. We don't the Hun must be destroyed. Do you think they had that? We don't have to do it again because we all know they're a problem. Thirty years after this, no, this is like an no, attitude. This is real. Yeah. No, I know this is an attitude, but I mean, they're kind of right. <laughs> they and yeah, they did have to fight this war again. But I think um, a prevailing attitude at the time would have been that this German Empire, which is only forty years old, has been a problem since day. It's one. an upstart. Yeah. It's 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 incredibly hot, powerful and aggressive. Now, right. as we discussed when we did the Kingsman way back when. Oh yeah, the last time we talked about the world, yes. the Great well, the, War, yeah, the German kid, the Kaiser. Speaks, you could they they show how brutal they are too. The Kaiser is related to the King of England. Yeah, yeah, they're cousins. They're cousins, yeah. and their other cousin is Nicholas, the, Nicholas, the yeah. Czar of Russia. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the German, German and then kid. it transitions to a German kid who's also saying, which uh, yeah, that but his is almost defensive. Yes, yes. it is. We have his to defend like, our home. We have to defend our home, and England is our great enemy who's here, who's going to kill us. So I had to pause this and explain it to my wife. Oh, really? Because she's like, "Why is Germany saying that we need to defend?" And I had to kind of explain the Alsace Lorraine to her. Yeah, well, and I, it's kind of like the Ukraine situation. Every single country is going is claiming to be aggrieved. You know, no one is aggressive in the war on paper, on, in their own mind. They're all defending their honor. They're all defending from these in, these invaders. Which is what Germany is there. Germany is invading France to defend itself from being invaded, you know? That's the Schlieffen plan. They all do this. The, the kids, the point of that is they all do the same speech because they all think the same thing. Exactly. And it's all just top-down bullshit. Kill the enemy. <laughs> They are inhuman. That's yes. the main thing. Yes. They are not human. We must kill them. Uh-huh. <laughs> and people listen. Yes. They're like, yeah, okay. My country's saying it. Let's do it. Um, and we get introduced to uh, some main characters. Sad priest. McGloin. McGloin. <laughs> he knows what's coming. Yeah, it's almost like he's- The boys are excited. Well, well why are they excited? Because something is happening. This is exciting stuff. I, the country's what? going to war. The country's going to war. I signed us all up. Yeah. And he goes, finally, something in our lives. Mm -hmm. And the priest is just horrified. Like, you have no idea what right. you just signed up for. He's less naive than the, than uh -huh. the other. Well, he's Because young kids are excited for bullshit. And you wonder, has he seen combat before? We it seems it like. Seems it like it. To, it seems like. To have like that it. level of understanding yeah. at that point. Seems like he has. We don't get into. He's the, also older. You yeah. know, he's probably seen fucked right. up something. Vets, yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah. But Boars, the exactly. Boer War. Uh huh. Also, um, let's like real quick as an aside away from the movie. There's a documentary which is fantastic. I kept thinking about it. Me too. They mm -hmm. shall not grow old. It's one of the best documentaries ever. So I believe Peter Jackson. Yes. Went and took a bunch of. World War One photos and footage, footage yeah. 
and he restored them all painstakingly into one of the best documentaries you will ever see in your life. I'll never forget seeing that the first time in theaters. That I will never forget that moment my entire life, the reaction we had. When that first when it opens up. scene opens up and you see this this destroyed footage that you can't really make out. It's black and white, it's slow, it's choppy, and you just see it colorize and you see th- these people. The whole Real theater gasped. People. You hear <gasps> Yeah. I gasped. So did I. Like I we all, everybody oh went, Holy God. shit. Like like you get of you see them. Because they do it they do it so well to play oh with you. Because so the first like 10, 15 minutes of the movie are in Choppy, black and white yeah. and they ha- it's like the unrestored footage and you hear these this voiceover. The whole thing's voiceover. And then when they get to France Mm-hmm. The war starts. The, it's like it's like when Dorothy comes out of the house. Yeah. And, yeah. and now it's in yeah. color. And it's like, whoa. Yeah. If you like World War One and you like history and shit, things. watch that documentary. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The three of us cannot recommend it highly enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I saw it's, it twice. Me too. I saw it twice. Yeah. I saw it once. I saw I think I saw it with you. And then I saw it with the uh, you took me with Ray. I think that's right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, our yeah. friend Ray. Yeah. So like a- people know after him. McGloin, <laughs> we go to Germany, and the opera singers are doing their thing. Oh, yeah. And they're interrupted by the Kaiser. Well, by uh, messed up the show. a messenger. He a comes messenger. out on the stage and announces that the country has declared war. Yeah. And I love that they don't bother with the whole... You know why we're fi- why we're going with the, the we don't have to talk about the Archduke. It doesn't matter for the movie, no. right? You know, <laughs> it's, it's not, not important, them, right? I love this because they say two minutes to go on, mm-hmm. and he walks out there, and you see this being spoken about, and you kind of know, yep, he's going to war. And the transition is so fantastic because it transitions to the front line, the guy in France, and it's like two minutes to leave, you have to go attack, mm-hmm. and I'm, it's just right. So we got our three perfect. main characters, yeah. All have two minutes to do something. Right. And then, it, yeah, and then it cuts perfectly to the French guy who's in, who's about to launch an assault on yeah. the German lines. So we, we, we've actually gone from, you know, the nations are declaring wars. Now we're, we're, we're in war. The war. Yeah, we're not only in war, we're like months into the they war. They thrust you into yeah. it. Yeah. And uh, he's get, fixing bayonets, and you know that's never a good order. And, well, he <laughs> says we're 100 meters away from being home for Christmas. Yeah, right. They think they're basically. Win. It's like if we can go, kill these Germans in this trench, mm-hmm. we're home. That's it. And tragedy strikes. Right. Well, um, that's what he's saying. It's important for the movie to understand some of the logistics of the war, if you're really going to get a lot out of it. Yeah. And what that what I mean by that is, so the the Germans have this thing called the Schlieffen Plan in 1914, and what that is is they're going to bulldoze through Belgium. And like a they love doing that, those Germans. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like a swinging door, the army is supposed to come down because they know that. All right, so the French battle doctrine is surrender. No, <laughs> it's attack. It's always attack, never defend. At this point, they haven't gotten past yeah. this. They're thinking like 18th, 19th century people, and what they want to do, they're. Pissed off about Alsace-Lorraine, which the Germans have taken in the Franco-Prussian War. Now, that, the Alsace-Lorraine, mm-hmm. they are ethnically French there? there? There's a lot of ethnic Germans. They're ethnically German, right? Yes. Yeah, that's and what I thought. It was French it territory. It was French territory. And in the Franco-Prussian War, the Germans took it and added it to the Reich, the German Empire. So they already fought. 
So they know, the Germans know, because the French have been screaming about this for 40 they're years. They're pissed. <laughs> that the first thing they're going to do is mass their army on the border and make a beeline for the Alsace-Lorraine and take it back. They've prepared for this. So what they're going to do is let them do it. Come in. You can, you can take in. Meanwhile, the entire German army is going to sweep through Belgium and encircle the French from behind. So they're going to cut them off from France mm -hmm. and just swallow them. They end up getting stopped by what's called the Miracle on the Marne. So the Marne is a river just east of, Par east of Paris. I remember that. That was when we had Greg here. And we won the gold medal. We beat the Russians on the Miracle on the Mars. <laughs> <laughs> we beat those commie bastards, yeah. right? Yeah. Herb Brooks. A combination of British rifles and French taxis. Hockey sticks. They stopped the Germans they on the Mars. Canadians there. <laughs> Take this, eh? <laughs> so they stop them. They stop them, and then they have this thing called the Race to the Sea, where the Allies and the Germans kind of... They're trying to get the Germans are trying to get around them, so they keep going north and north and north until they hit the ocean. They're kind of just going parallel, whoever yeah. get in front first. And everything east of the German army at that point will be in German hands for the rest of the war. So this is all French territory. So you've got all these French villages that are now occupied and the civilians trapped behind yeah. them, which uh, is what we see in the movie. Which, which yep. is what's important in the movie because we obviously we have the character. Yes. That, well, well, most of our characters are actually from the territories that are yes. now occupied. Which makes sense, because you want soldiers there who want to get back to their loved yes. ones. Yeah, and it comes into play. Uh, next guy we talk about, well, they, they have the, the battle scene. Okay, so it's we get so our... Fast. It's a really good battle scene. It's quick. Yeah, You can tell this is a low-budget movie. Yes. They're not concerned with battles. That's there's not no, the point. There's of no this. sweeping shots. It's quick. It's messy. It's the, good. The point of this movie. There's no pads of glory. Yeah. Nope. The, the <laughs> it's not trying to do that. Right. You know, it's not 1917. Mm -hmm. It's not mm -hmm. Private Ryan. It's like, this is war shit. Here, here's some mm -hmm. war. So you understand the stakes. Right. You see some death and you see some tactics. And that's so. some machine gunning. And Our French and characters fall under some heavy machine gun fire. They jump in a trench thinking they're going to take it. And an MG is just waiting for them and cuts down, I think, three-fourths of his men mm -hmm. instantly. And they're and forced to retreat. They have to retreat. Now, I have, I have a stupid thought. Okay. Sure. But I was watching. Did anyone try to dig tunnels? Yes. Yeah. Okay. What? It failed? They oh, were, no. It worked. Yeah. Oh, yeah? <laughs> uh, they yeah. would tunnel into Think trenches? back to uh, so what, 1917. What they did... I haven't seen it since, nine, since uh, 2017. Uh, okay. 2019. Uh, um... What they did was, this happened a lot, so after the stalemate of the Western Front, yeah. they had to invent new shit. And eventually what they found out worked was the tank and air, and air power. And but shotguns. But they tried other things too, and shotguns. They would tunnel under each other's trenches and plant mass amounts of explosives and try and blow them up from underneath without them ever knowing that, that they were down there. And what, hap what happened a lot is the miners would be trying to do it to each other, and they'd run into each other underground. <laughs> and they have to... Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's sick. And do you know who was the best American soldier at that? Who? I have his name. You do. Bugs Bunny. <laughs> oh, yeah. He kept making the wrong turn when he got to Albuquerque, Albuquerque And he would end up at the trench. <laughs> <laughs> nah, what's up, Dak? Uh, there's actually uh, one... I, th I think it's the Battle of the Crater, it's called. Okay. Where they, they actually fight in... An exploded trench. Because, That's fucking cool. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's so crazy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, but not in 1914. Okay. That's later. Yeah. 
but now the uh, the French retreat. Yes. And uh, they're not the only ones who suffered casualties, I believe. There was, there was the other battles, too, yeah. the Scots. We see one of the main characters suffers a heavy loss. And he kisses his brother on, on the lips. lips. Well, the two guys we saw in the beginning. Slightly yes. homoerotic, but yeah. that, that's understandable. That's his brother. It's his mm-hmm. brother. You know? Now you have a brother. You kiss him on the lips? <laughs> Would you kiss him on the lips? <laughs> if he was dead? No, I meant like... No, no, in general. He's like waiting for it. Oh, of course. He's like, come hither. Yeah. <laughs> that goes what I say. Like he's making advancements. <laughs> Kissing you. a relative on the lips is so weird. I don't like it. Yeah, it I think Euros do that. Yeah, it works yeah, for Tom Brady. Tom Brady thing? Yeah, works for you him. You know, if I could win seven Super Bowls, I'd kiss my kid on the lips. Mm. Do you think that's how he won it? Like he, he stole he his steals kid's the youth. kid's essence and youth? That might be it. Oh, wow. That explains so much now. <laughs> he's sucking his youth out? Yeah, yeah. That's why he's so good at football. And then his son turns into, like, Benjamin Button. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. His son is 130 years yeah. old. <laughs> It explains the cabal of pedophiles at Jeffrey Epstein so much. <laughs> That's what they Everything doing. makes sense now. They're all Bradyites. <laughs> but um, So the priest tries to save a guy. into In no man's land begging for his life. That yeah. is a dangerous move because yeah. they know you're going to get fired at and a flare goes off. But they do get fired at. And they get fired at. Yeah. And one guy gets hit and almost killed. He, he doesn't save the guy. He fails. And the Germans are told, stay vigilant. Do we have this? Do we have the scene where um, the French lieutenant's uh, commanding officer comes to visit him and kind of reprimands him for retreating? Did that happen? I don't know if I wrote that down, but we could talk about it. Yeah, well, it's we don't find out until the end of the movie who he yeah. is. Yeah, yeah. But, um, you can kind of piece it together. Early, yeah, you though. can. Yeah, and uh, he he kind of gives him some shit for retreating, and. Yeah, that's it, really. And then we find out he lost his wallet, right? Or he lost a- his wallet in the trench, yeah. Mm-hmm. He, you find it out later. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the Germans uh, are told to stay vigilant. They yeah. lost a third of their men mm-hmm. in that attack. Yes. And that's a heavy fucking loss. Massive. So. Yeah, that's brutal. Now, the wife has a plot to, you know. Get to the front. Get to the front. Yeah. Oh, we have a scene at the headquarters. Well, she doesn't exactly. want to get to the front. She wants to get his, her guy back. Her husband is behind enemy lines. Who is the opera singer from yes. before. And the Germans also have a plan to send Christmas trees One, to their soldiers. 100,000 Christmas trees to the front line. One to cover every five, every five ten meters. meters. <laughs> That's a lot of trees. Yes, it is. That's where they got them. The logistics of that. Uh, even the commander says, like, it's going to take me longer to move these trees than it would take me tanks. <laughs> And he's right. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, they, they, they got to deliver these Christmas trees. And uh, the wife is like, she wants to stage a recital for the guys. Yes. For yeah. the crown prince, yes. for Rupert. I thought it was a great performance. <laughs> he loved it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I thought she had a beautiful voice. <laughs> What's his name, Ruprecht? His name is Crown Prince Rupert. He is the heir to the German throne. He is the Kaiser's uh, son. Oh. You want to do a uh, Coming on up, uh. nice little DNA test for you. <laughs> How do you spell his name? Ruprecht. R-U-P-R-E-C-H-T. Are you looking up a picture? It's going to look exactly like him. It would be amazing if the guy looks like me. There's two Ps in that, by the way. excuse me. Holy shit, I may be related to this guy. Because the German name was, that was the German name before my ancestors came here. It's his first name. I thought that was his last name. No. 
<laughs> oh, you're not related. You still might be. You still might. Let's be. hope. <laughs> um, back to the Schlieffen plan. A lot of uh, people today blame him personally for the failure of the Schlieffen plan. Ruprecht. Yes, because That's not fair. He was commanding troops that were scheduled. Like the Schlieffen plan is so like mathematically thought out that they have timetables for like how many train wheels need to cross certain tracks at certain times. Like everything is meticulous. Well, and if we know anything about the Germans, they're very, they're very meticulous. Engineers. Meticulous, yes. Um, they love we their keep engineering. Excellent records. He that was a little DS nine. It was. It was. <laughs> he was um, watching the French as they entered Alsace Lorraine, and decided to instead of going along with what he was supposed to do according to plan, he fired his artillery and slowed down where they were supposed to be. And oh, he I actually see. engaged the French in battle. Uh, and so they were about to get, they got a little ahead. People say, like, uh, if his men were on time, like, doing what they were supposed to be doing and not dead, they would have taken Paris or something crazy. Uh, that's you know? such hindsight, though. Yeah. I don't subscribe to that, but it is something that's been brought up over the years. Yeah. Especially by the Germans. So we get... They're uh, looking for excuses. <laughs> we get the girl who asks for her man to come and perform and... His commanding offer is like, no, that's yeah. not going to happen. And she's like, well, it's going to because I got a letter from the crown prince. And I'm like, from the Kaiser, the Kaiser himself. Yeah. <laughs> the prince is like, yeah, I want to hear some opera. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he gets, they, he gets he gets sent home for one, one day. Night. Well, not home. He gets sent to like the headquarters behind the lines. You might as well be home compared to where you are in the, the trench. Yeah, the trench. <laughs> he gets to go do opera. The Scots get like. Care but did you packages? notice the opera scene is actually interesting? Yes. Because he starts. Well, he first of well, all. Well, it didn't happen yet. They have this great yeah. moment where they go to the house and it's this French couple, these old French people's house. Oh, in the it's mansion, so good. And you're, they, you're skipping. You're ahead. skipping too much. Oh, am I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're missing uh, you're the haircut scene because oh. you see him getting ready to go to the opera, which cuts the French guy who's getting a haircut. Yep. Because uh, from his, his local person, because he has lice, and he's like these damn lice, and he's cutting hair and stuff like that. Remember? No, because the the French people are in the, on the German That's, side. No, you're you're no, missing, no 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 this no. This is different. The right. French the Frenchman the French lieutenant lieutenant is mm-hmm. getting his hair cut, yeah. and his his barber is saying, "I just want to go home. I'm like an hour away." Yeah, and he it's you you really I'm, feel I'm like I'm talking about a different scene. This scene is first. This is first. Oh. That's what I'm trying to oh, say. Okay. You you get you always get the duality of the, of the people. Mm-hmm. You know, like the, this is what the German person's doing. They're not so different from the French, and right. which are not so different from the Scot. But you skipped over the opera. For, I just want to no. That didn't happen. No, it yet. didn't happen oh, yet. That's I'm what sorry. I'm trying to say. I'm yes, I'm getting, a, I'm getting ahead. You're, You're getting, getting ahead. ahead. That's, yes. what, that's what we're trying to say. <laughs> so the thing with the barber is this scene's fucking incredible. Well, when he's getting the haircut, it's a great scene, but also. His real barber is going to be very upset. He let another person mm-hmm. cut his hair. <laughs> you can't do cheat, that. You cheat on him. <laughs> <laughs> Why, Johnny Depp? He <laughs> making me cry. He making me cry. <laughs> In general, though, I don't know if it's because of Seinfeld. Once I get a barber, uh-huh. I have to stick with them forever. Really? Basically, yeah. I've always been so. I've never told you guys this. Okay. What? So. I had long hair yep. for all of my teenage years. Didn't cut my hair for like 
yeah. five, six years. Yeah, it was long. And I never, I think that's the time in your life when you're supposed to like get acclimated to getting haircuts and develop a style and everything. And I just missed it. So at like age 20, I started having to get my hair cut. And I never like, I would always do it wrong. Like I went to the shitty place in the mall and yeah. that didn't work. And then I started going to like this place called Great Clips, which is just like super cuts. It's just like bad. I, I didn't go to a proper barbershop. And then finally, I started going to this proper barbershop. And now I'm like a grown man. I'm like yeah. 28 yeah. years old, 20, 27, 28. And I would get really uncomfortable because I felt like I didn't belong. I felt like I wasn't like Welcome. on the mm. Yeah. Because you go to these barbershops and it's like, they hang out, and there's people like that know each other, and I don't know these people. And they're all like either Guidos or the place I started going to now, because the place I was going to closed. Yeah. They're like Albanians, so it's like I'm totally out of the yeah. loop with them. But when I was going to the Guido place, were you in the loop with the Guidos? No, because you so are I'm, one. <laughs> I'm Italian, <laughs> but I'm not, you know, Paul E. D. No, Jersey no, no, Shore not. guy, which no. is what these guys were. Yeah. So. I would go in and I'd act like one of them. Oh, I would love to see That's this. That's hysterical. Yeah. How did you act? That's I like, hey, how you doing? Yeah. <laughs> I, you really weren't I, doing this. Yes, I, I would put on a voice <laughs> involuntarily. I I can't believe I did that. And I can't you believe must I, have left I can't and they would laugh at I you. Can't no, they probably I'm loved him. Right. They were like, he's great. And I come in and I don't look like that guy. No, like long I'm, hair. Yeah, I'm like, because I always wait. Yo, let me wait, get my cut. I always wait bro. way too long to get a haircut. <laughs> like I get a haircut like every two months. Yeah, right? like me, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I go in and I'd be like, "That's so good." Hey, you know, short on the sides, a little longer on top. Right? Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> It's so embarrassing. Thank God I, I stopped doing this. Oh, I want so you to what keep do you doing do it. Well, now it's, I'm with people that like barely speak English. So he tries to speak And Albanian. I just go in and I'm like, yeah, give me what I need. Yeah, I'm a grown up uh, yeah, now. Yeah. But it took me a while to figure out how to act in the barbershop <laughs> wow, environment. It's so good. Now, didn't you used to carry around a picture of Keanu Reeves? And that was when I, first, when I first cut my hair. I had no idea, like, what styles were. Like, they'd ask, you, you go to the barbershop, and they ask yeah. you, like, you want a two? I have no fucking clue what a two is. I still don't know. Just um, millimeters. And I would just, <laughs> when I first cut my hair, I went to the barbershop <laughs> with a picture of Keanu Reeves. Oh, it's so good. And I was like, so can you give me this? And then the next couple of times I went, I would show them the Keanu Reeves picture <laughs> again. So I would good. just keep... <laughs> It's so good. <laughs> and we would say, like, that's a nice now, new Keanu. How was your time in the Matrix? <laughs> <laughs> Did you like the steak? <laughs> it is juicy. <laughs> and <laughs> ignorance is bliss. <laughs> he is the one. <laughs> I knew you would like that. That's so that's good. good. That's so good. <laughs> I'm so glad that came up. Yeah. <laughs> that was worth the detour. Oh, yeah. I will tell you, like, I've been to normal barbershops my whole life. Now, I didn't turn into a cartoon character, mm -hmm. but I always hate, like, talking to them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't want to talk to these people. I hate when they're cutting my hair and they're trying to talk to me. So, how you doing? What are you up to? Yeah, like, shut up. Yeah, I've thought about a great idea would be, like, 
a barber shop that's like a library for quiet people. <laughs> and, <laughs> and you just go in and you get your cut. It's just silent, right. sound of clippers. Like, My friend would always lie to them. He'd tell them he was like a world traveler and stuff. Really? Yeah, he's like, yeah, I just got from back from Milan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, and the guy's like, really? What was that oh. like? And he's like, oh, yeah, it's great. You know, see the, the port. <laughs> <laughs> you have to go in there and act like you did something horrifying, like, right before. <laughs> like, stare, like, really intently at yourself in the mirror, you know? Like, <laughs> so how are you doing today? You don't want to know. What? <laughs> Right. Wants to know. So yes, this haircut scene is incredible because it gives you a sense of how close to home that right. war was for these people. Yes, and that's what it was like. Specifically, the French. Oh yeah, you feel the, for them. The Scots pull a funny prank on their superior. Hysterical. Great scene. Yeah, they make him walk into like shit. <laughs> yes, and they shoot the the shoot rifle a gun to make, to make him like he's being fired upon. Yeah, yeah. yeah he gets yeah. scared. They all laugh at him. Now we have uh, the opera. So the opera singer goes to his commanding officer mm -hmm. and is like, why do you hate me? Yeah. And he's like, I hate artists, basically. He's like, I, I have no use for you. Yes. You're an artist. You're like, I like, you know, working Tradesmen. class, yeah. salt of the earth people. And yeah. you're an artist. You, you're just useless to me. In, the, in this trench. And he's like, okay, then you hate me. <laughs> so she has a rendezvous with her husband and they have sex. And they go oh, back yeah. to the, the German headquarters. Uh, the lines. So now we can talk about the people. Right. Yeah. So they have this moment where he goes into their house. The Germans have set up shop in these, in this old French couple's mansion. And he's like, uh, she walks in the room and she asks them like where the Which way, yeah. yeah. And they, they like tell her to go fuck herself pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> and then they go have sex, yeah. Yep. But they have this opera scene. And I really like this because it shows his discontent for the people that have said He's so them. different. Yeah. Well, he's so different and when he is goes to perform, he can't do it looking at the crown prince. He coughs. He coughs, yeah. and he, he can't sing. And it's not until she grabs him and makes him focus on her he's able that to he's do able it. to He's do able it. to find the love. It's right, a great yeah. scene. Yeah, so good. Now, you were a singer yourself. I was. Did yeah. you ever, like, have a problem like that when you were singing? Like, you looked into the crowd and saw, like, a fat cat, and you're like, I can't rock out with this guy here? Definitely. This, like, oh, wow. guy smoking a cigar? Yeah, there's always, like, record producers in the back, <laughs> and they're just... Throwing money around and stinking up the joint and just acting like they own the world. Man. <laughs> Real quick, uh, while we're talking about you being a singer, didn't you do an entire show with a fake Finnish accent? <laughs> yes, I did. That's incredible. Can you just give a little background? Yeah. Oh my God! Why are you bringing this up? I didn't. It just came up naturally. <laughs> it's so funny. So I was in a metal band, <laughs> and we got rid of our guitar player. We okay. fired him because he couldn't stay in key. But we all liked the guy, and we <laughs> felt bad. <laughs> so we rejoined another band with him. So we just reformed the band, but it called it something else. So we had two bands now. <laughs> And this guy loved power metal. So this was now a power metal band. We didn't want to play power metal before. We were a prog band. Uh. <laughs> um, now we're a power metal band in this new band. 
And at the time, <laughs> one of the <laughs> new exciting bands was Sonata Arctica. You may be familiar with them. I like Sonata Arctica. Good power metal band. Yes, but they're from Finland. And it was really fun to talk in the Finnish accent like Tony Kako from Sonata <laughs> Arctica. So when we went on stage <laughs> as this new band, I did the voice. The entire show, <laughs> The right? entire show. <laughs> <laughs> Pretending to be Finnish. Yes. <laughs> while being on Staten Island. Yes. <laughs> did anyone call you out on this? No. Oh, that's good. But looking back, I was like, what the fuck did I just do? <laughs> yeah. And it's something I was such a douche. Uh, you were having fun. It's, but it's You're something once you start, you can't stop. No. Once yeah, you begin then you look the worse. show yeah. as a Finnish you look man. Worse. Now I'm a Finnish man. Yeah. yeah. You were a showman. You became someone else. Dude, I was such a tool as a teenager. <laughs> like, you don't even know. You became <laughs> someone else. You know what am I, like, I went to a talent show that I was not involved in, right? So, like, I go, <laughs> we go to a high school yeah. and, like, kids they're, they're like 15 14 15 years old they go up on stage and they perform and this kid comes out on stage with an acoustic guitar and he starts playing wish you were here by pink floyd now i'm fucking on the stage or off the stage i'm in the crowd and i'm like who the fuck does this kid think he is he's going up on stage and playing pink floyd and i'm not involved in this i'm the pink floyd guy oh my god I went up. And it's I another got, school too, right? Another school. They you don't know this. Nobody kid. knows me. Random I don't know this kid. I went and invaded his set like I was Mike Portnoy, and I fucking started singing the song better than he was because that's who the fuck you I. You had am. to show him. What's I had up. to go show him up. I am such an and I. I don't know how a person like even thinks like this. <laughs> Just right? like I'm that good. I'm you, that. Yeah, you had to show him how to do it. Right. Like, who the, what the fuck was I thinking? Later that night, get off stage, and I'm feeling pretty good about myself because I'm an ass. <laughs> and I You're see, like, I'm awesome. Yeah. I did I better. I see these two girls sitting on bleachers, and I think they're kind of cute, so I'd like to go talk to them. And this was instant. This was God. God came down and smited me and gave me humility. <laughs> <laughs> because uh. I go over to the girls. <laughs> And I s lifted my leg to kind of climb up the bleachers. Yes. And my yeah. pants ripped <laughs> at my crotch. My Did they see it? My, yeah. They watched the whole thing. Like, I just, <laughs> I approached them, and as I stepped up, my pants shredded at my crotch. Now my underwear. That's karma. You're a cartoon yeah. character. I'm a cartoon character. <laughs> yeah. I was a tool. <laughs> now, the alpha. How did, wait, how did you react after it ripped? Pretended it didn't happen and walked away. <laughs> no, that's where you. The alpha move was to stand there with the rip. What do you think of this? Yes, that's the alpha move. That's what you were supposed to do. You go, we're halfway there already. You say, you say God punished you. God gave you a chance. <laughs> I was taught a valuable lesson that day. Yeah, it seems like you were. <laughs> you stole that guy's set. I stole a set, acted like it was mine. Can't believe it. He didn't try to stop you. No, he just kept playing. He's like, what is happening? It's like parents are in attendance. <laughs> <laughs> Random person. He sold tickets. Yeah. His grandma's there to watch him. Yep. This fucking lug. Yep. He comes and up. Then this oaf <laughs> comes and takes over. I'm here. Yeah. It's I'm me. better than you. You can't sing. <laughs> you suck. You. Where do you get your balls playing this band? This is my band. 
Do you know, like, you, you changed that guy's life forever, right? Like, he was probably, he probably stopped performing. <laughs> you know, like, if you <laughs> he could have been into, one of the greats. <laughs> if you ran into a guy and he's like, years ago, you came up and did this at my... When he assassinates me like he's fucking <laughs> Nucky Thompson's murderer. No. <laughs> <laughs> he just sees you and he confronts you about it. I would apologize so fucking hard. <laughs> Like, I had yourself. a lot of hate in my heart for you, <laughs> but damn it, I accept your apology. You guys hug it out. No, you got to be like, so you still the, singing? It's the spirit of the season. It is. All right, let's get back to the movie. Amazing detour. <laughs> Where are we at? So oh, the high, we, meet, perform, the, we meet Wilhelm. No. They, they, the performance happened. Yeah. Yeah, and then he's like, I got to go sing I got to sing men. for the troops. Yeah. It just has to be done. So he, he t and she wants to go with him, and that's a little crazy. But they make it happen because she has a pass from the Kaiser. So they go down to the front lines, and they put on a show. Well, the the Scots start playing the bagpipes. Yes. Well, there was a gaff before this, though. A gaff? Yeah. They talk about going to the front lines, and she's like, "I want to go with you." He's like, "No." And they 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 say, "Oh, remember when we met in Oslo?" I don't think Oslo existed at this point. <laughs> I think it was by it, it was by another name. No, I think it was by another name. No, what I read I read a fact about it. You can look it up. She's also a Dane. She's not German in the movie. They say they met in Oslo, like yeah. the capital or something, and the capital wasn't Oslo at the time. In Sweden, it was like something with a K. Norway, something with a K. Yeah, you can look it up. Did they specify the capital? I know they say Oslo. They stormed the capital. <laughs> <laughs> A couple of Jan yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They stayed in between the velvet ropes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm looking for what Steven. It was Christiana. Okay, that was the, that the was original. The so they yeah. say the capital Oslo was from 1924 on. It was Christiania from 1877 to 1924. But Oslo existed. It, but it wasn't called Oslo. It's like it's like no, they it, called New Amsterdam New York City. Yeah. They gaffed it. Oh, yeah. But I thought I think it was I think it was Oslo no, and, and then became. It, it, it was wow. Yeah, it was Christian and then it became Oslo in twenty four after this about ten years after. What made you look this up? I don't remember because this is not a factoid. You knew it offhand, is, right? No, I did not know this offhand. I was looking up facts about the war at this point, point. Uh -huh. and I have something say, "Oh, they met at the Oslo Zoo," and I'm like, "Oh, when did the Oslo Zoo come out?" And I'm like, "Oh shit, Oslo didn't exist." At this time, I was going to do a joke about the zoo. She said the zoo? No, no. Because that's my joke. That's why I was going to say the joke. <laughs> but when I looked it up, I'm like, Oslo didn't even fucking exist. <laughs> I was like, there wasn't an Oslo zoo at this point. How did they meet? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Been there? Been there. <laughs> yeah, well, well, yeah, that's a different story, though. But anyway, he's got to go sing for his boys, and they get... To the trenches. The Scots are playing the bagpipes. They're playing it up. They're playing Silent Night. Meanwhile, the French have sent out a guy. A scout. Oh, scout. that's great. To oh, go yeah. case the machine guns on the German yeah. line in the dark. It's night. We should say it's night. Yes. Yeah. I got, I got Christmas chills. Christmas Eve. Yeah. This is the first time I got chills in the movie. What, when they start singing? When the Scots start playing and they all start singing, I was yeah. like, oh, boy. Yeah. This is, this is incredible. The Germans are clapping and stuff. Yeah. And, yeah. and then the opera singer joins in. Well, he starts singing uh, "Silent Night." Mm -hmm. Yes. Well, they and put the trees up, right? They he they're listening to the Scots sing, and everybody claps. Yeah. 
then in response, the German guy starts singing Silent Night, and he's obviously an opera singer. It's amazing, yeah. And the Scots Scots start playing along on the Mm -hmm. bagpipes to what he's singing. The priest, right? Right. And then when it's over, the priest starts playing Come All Ye Faithful, and the German guy sings it with him. And brings a tree over. As he's singing, this is the best scene. This is the best scene. This is like the moment, like, holy fuck, what is going to happen? And he picks up the Christmas tree, and he walks out into no man's land by himself. The balls. The fucking balls. The fucking balls. Yeah. All three sides erupt in like a pause. Like they're just like. This is amazing. They're in I got so choked up at this. Yeah. I got choked <laughs> up at this. But and I, I was almost tearing up. This is the scene that choked me up. Yeah. And then. This, this moment's incredible. The German yeah. officer runs into the middle of no man's land. He's like, he's what like, get out fuck? of here. You got to get out of here. What are you doing? But by that point. He's lost control of the situation. Yep. Yeah. Everybody is just like the power of good. And right. now the other officers they have to join. The French officer. No one knows what to do. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So they they kind of just This is unprecedented. Right. No. So everybody just kind of meanders out and is like, hi. They have like a talk in the right. Yeah, like, they have a conference. They're like, we're I not like, gonna fight today. And they're like, okay. It's it's the, <laughs> the Scottish guy and the German guy are talking to each other, and the French guy's all of a sudden he's like, "What? We're not invited!" So they run out. There. <laughs> yeah, are <laughs> yeah, like, hey, not going to hey, talk. Hey, hey. We right. want in, and they uh, they get close, and you you see they're all worried to do it, mm-hmm. but because they, they know do it anyway. They know it's, it I would love, be considered treason. I love yeah. throughout. And they could be shot every single one. I of love them. throughout yeah. this too. They keep calling the Scottish English. Yes, yeah. yes. they hate that. They yeah. go, "We're Scottish," <laughs> and they joke about it. Englishman. You know? It's a good running bit. Yeah. And then one of them says, like, uh, they say, like, uh, why are we fighting? Like, I think that there's a true story, like, you're Anglo-Saxon, we're Anglo or something. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. The, the English are Anglo-Saxon, yeah. the Germanic. <laughs> like, why are we even fighting? Invaded Britannia. <laughs> and um, then they start sharing things, which... Uh, yeah. They are. They show their wife photos with yeah, each other. They start kissing it and they're laughing yeah. and they share drinks. They start joking around, right. And one of them gives chocolate, and correct me if I'm wrong... That had meth in it. What do you mean? <laughs> Didn't the chocolate have like amphetamines? The German chocolate in World War One and Two. I think that's the second World War that they did. Oh, it's use, not in World they War One. Meth in lieu of morphine because morphine was. They no, they would give chocolate to soldiers and make them like berserk and shit. That's the second World. That's War. the second. Yeah. It's not okay. So, <laughs> I, was, I was wondering, like, did they just like make a bunch of Germans? Like the Germans just made Frenchmen crazy and shit. And, like, <laughs> one thing I do want to point out is that a lot of the fraternization that went on at this time was between the English and the Germans. Mm-hmm. The French, not so much. Because the Germans have invaded their country. Yeah. And there are people trapped behind the Germans. Like the, Ger- the French look at the Germans as fucking barbarians. As know? they should. There's a lot of hatred there. And there's stories that came out afterward of like French women who would spit on the Englishmen yeah. for fraternizing. Mm-hmm. Like They're like, you, how dare you? You know, you don't have to deal with. They've invaded, and they even say this in the in the movie too, little bit. There's like a mention of it, like yes, how like they're on our land, yeah. and we have to get rid of them. So yeah, there's that. They say multiple times, like you don't have to like invade us to visit. You know, yeah, which is right when it's your home. It's different. It's different. And yeah. now, uh, and also, we find out throughout this that like the main. A German lieutenant is married to a French woman. We yes. find that out later. And he's Jewish. We find out he's Jewish. Yes. Uh, it's just like, oh damn! Like, it's so every it's so all encompassing that it's hard to even fathom being in that situation. Yeah, 
It really is. Even if the, even if that's slightly exaggerated or not, mm-hmm. like, and uh, well, the whole movie is like a. They take everything and then put it in this microcosm. Yes. Yeah. You know, it's a much bigger thing, and they're putting all the elements mm-hmm. into this one spot. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Overwhelming. Right. But we get now... Well, the guy gets his wallet back. Yeah. Yeah, he had lost his wallet in the attack, the French guy. The German And the it. German has it. And he's like, hey, my wife is pregnant. Like, yeah. she's at this hotel that we own. Behind the I line. Stayed Behind at, the I lines. stayed at that hotel. Mm-hmm. That's what he says. And it's like, oh, my he God, stayed there on man. his honeymoon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And, and it's uh, just, it just goes to like how close, close they all are. Yeah. Like there's no reason to be fighting. They all invited each all, other to each other's houses after the war. Yeah. And that's real. Right. <laughs> well, they think it's going to end soon. Yeah. Yeah. And they're busting each other's balls mm-hmm. about like the situation. Yeah. And uh, you the, get the best mass. The popular ever. like mythos of the war is like that these men are lions led by donkeys. Mm-hmm. And it's just it's, it's reinforcing this thing that like. The our betters have sent us here to die. Yes, the, we have no reason to be fighting each other. It's such a pointless yep. fucking war. Yeah, yep. Like all wars are pointless, but, but if there was ever a pointless fucking war with devastating it's consequences, it's this, it's this one. Yeah, that reverberate for hundreds of years <laughs> at this point. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> still to this day, right? Realistically, you get the best mass probably ever held, <laughs> ever. And I think he even the, the priest says it in the he movie. He says it at the end. It's yeah. the most important mass of his life, and mm-hmm. he just has a mass in the this, middle of no man's land. It's this great, got me bad. It's a great scene, and yeah. everybody is unified in that. Yeah, yeah. they all they all give the same answer in yeah. Latin. And they it's all like, know what oh. to do. And I think um, that was uh, that's what I was getting at earlier. You know, as far as like the the unifying force of of the faith. Yeah, that's just gone. Yeah, you know, in most regards. Yeah. Which is shocking there's not more chaotic war with that removed, you know? Mm-hmm. There's still war, but, like, we're considered in the great peace, right? The long peace. The long peace. Yeah. So it's pretty shocking when you remove that, you're still in a, a time of peace, but, you know, time will tell. Right. Um, and there's other things to that. Like, everybody knows a little bit of Latin because yeah. every school is teaching Latin. Right. You know, no one does that anymore. They all speak multiple languages. Yeah. They all speak a little <laughs> bit of German, a little bit of English, a little well, bit of French. Well, that still you know? exists That's in a Europe, Europe thing. Yeah. Because you're so close to each other. Even when you get to oh, the border well, the, the bilingual here. stuff. Yeah. yeah. Even when you get to the borders of here, you go south, more people speak Spanish. You go north, more speak, mm. people speak French. So There's yeah. like this reverence for the classics that had existed at the time that's just like mm. everybody is on the same page with certain things. Mm-hmm. And... We've done away with a lot of that in modern society, and that, that's just that's the point I was trying to make earlier. And I was doing a bad job of still a valid point, though. Right. <laughs> but in this movie now, they agree. Let's give some time. Let's just continue the peace for another day. Yeah, like not just tonight. Let's continue another day. Let's bury our well, dead. Well, that's not what happens. So there's after the midnight mass. Bombs start going off in the background, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Okay, time to go back." Time to go back to our trenches, and they retreat to their trenches, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Tomorrow we'll resume." Right, and they're awoken in the morning by a sound, and it's a guy chopping on the middle of no man's land. Yes, and he, it's the dude trying to dig out his brother. Right, he's burying his brother. He's trying to. He's burying he's, it. He's frozen. He's frozen. He's having a hard time. I thought he was burying his grave. No, he's trying to thaw him out of the ice. He's trying to like get him out of the ice. Oh, he's trying to get him out. Yeah. It's hard to tell. It's smoky. Right. So then they have another truce. And they're like, nobody really knows what to do. Like, the Germans yeah. don't know, should we shoot this guy? Right. 
and the the, the commanders English, the go Scottish out. guys like come back, please yeah. come back, and he's not listening. And then they have to go out, and then commanders meet in the middle and right. say like, let's just bury our dead. It's Christmas. Mm-hmm. Let's just do this, and you get the infamous stuff that happens after. Yeah, and the wife sings the infamous football game, soccer. <laughs> yeah, for yeah, the yeah, English yeah. people here. English. I remember when we first watched this way back when. Yeah, Brian and I were like, when are they going to play soccer? Yeah, <laughs> they're going to have the soccer game. Yeah. Because um, that's the thing you know. Yes. Yeah. Who won? Do you know? Yes, I do. Germans. They Germans did. won they three They fucked them up. They did. They were actually uh-huh. like pro players from like their local village. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I actually heard a guy who was there talk about this football game. Okay. He said he was in the 6th Cheshire Regiment of uh, the Brits. And he says that it was a very informal game. Somebody produced just a football from out of nowhere Uh they didn't know where it came from and hundreds of guys were just having a kick at it and like trying to score on each other and there's like no organization everybody's (laughs) just fucking around (laughs) but by the end of it the germans are said to have won three to two yeah so yeah all right that's awesome yeah that's (laughs) cool though and it's another thing added like oh look we also play the same sports like we all we're there's so so much more that connects them than divides (laughs) yes exactly Regular people have so much more in common, Mm -hmm. and, like, governments are really the reason most bad shit happens. Like, most people people wouldn't start wars. Right. You know? It's someone in charge, for whatever reasons and designs they have, Mm -hmm. sees fit that a war must happen. Right. So you must go fight in it. Yeah. And now we get... um, And at least with, with certain wars, it's like, Someone doesn't have something and is trying to acquire it. Mm-hmm. That's not the case with this one. No. <laughs> not at all. Like, nobody's wanting for anything. It's just like, let's kill each other. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think that they, were, they didn't anticipate how brutal the new technology was going to be. Oh, definitely They not. thought yeah. it would be like their other wars. They thought it would be quick. Yeah. Yeah. Once I would just be like, all right, I'll stop, and so, then never do. So now we find out the German lieutenant is Jewish, and he goes up to the girl singing, and he's like, I will never forget the way you sung. That mm-hmm. was beautiful. Yeah. Christmas means nothing to me, but that But was I will great. never forget this night. Yes. Yeah. Amazing. So they're like, there's going to be no hostilities on the German side tonight. It's Christmas. Mm-hmm. We're good. They say, uh, how are you getting back? And the well, she wants him. She wants back. She wants her husband. Is it? Are they married? Yes. Do they ever I say think, it? Yeah. I it's her husband. So, they yeah. say. She wants her husband to escape with her to Holland. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's just out of the question. You can't do it. It's too far. He's like, I'm not leaving. And he's not leaving his men. No. So then she suggests that they just fall behind the French line and just disappear into mm-hmm. France somewhere. And he doesn't want to do that either. But. Then he finds out that Ruprecht has been looking for him. Mm-hmm. And he's going he to be arrested. And he's going to be arrested for, like, desertion or diso... But mainly insulting the prince. Yeah. And he, he would end up going to jail for two weeks, he said. And his higher-up says, well, I didn't see you for two weeks. You 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 left. You mm-hmm. fled. So he, he gives him a chance to leave. Yeah. And he goes, go over to the French line. He's con- he's grown to respect him. Go Go as a prisoner. And, you know, enjoy your life if, if you can. Mm-hmm. And now we get another scene where... This is amazing. This is great. So they're both back in their trenches. They're getting ready to fight. And they get, like, a sit flags waved. And basically they're like, yo. <laughs> we just got worse. <laughs> You're going to yes. be shelled. Come yep. over. Yeah. So <laughs> the 
the uh, Allied soldiers, they all go into the German, <laughs> German trench, trench while it's bombed. They're pissed because they got to rebuild it. <laughs> They're like, hey, we're probably going to shell you back. Come with us. Yeah, and they switch sides. They switch yes. sides. Now, now, this scene, while it is hilarious and cool, mm-hmm. it's the most far-fetched thing in the movie. There's no way that that's what I wanted to, to talk about. Yes, happened. there is. I want to talk about that. You yes. found something? I want to talk about okay. that. Okay, this uh-huh. is exciting. Let's go. So, the Fusiliers. Royal Fusiliers. Royal Fusiliers. Company Z. Get an order. (laughs) (laughs) They were ordered to fire on a farmhouse. Okay. And the commander, Drummond, knew that the Germans gathered there for coffee coffee every morning, Mm -hmm. which is why they were told to fire. He goes over to the line, says, by the way, we're about to fire on that farmhouse. Don't go in it. No shit. They don't go in it. That's where they got this from. They leave the farmhouse. They watch them leave. They shoot the empty farmhouse. They blow it up. They take the order. They blow it up. No Germans were killed. Wow. <laughs> How sick is that? That's and, where they got it from. And you can begin to see why the higher-ups don't want this shit going on. And this now, is not good. Yeah. Now, that being the, the artillery thing is comical, and it's, it's over-exaggerated. It's a good moment. But it's not far-fetched. You know I what guess I mean? not. I mean, that is pretty close to what That's the movie crazy. portrays. And the reason it really happens is so that they can get the French sold the German soldier, the opera behind, singer, yeah. behind enemy lines so mm-hmm. he can escape That's why it happens in the movie. into France. Yeah, That's right. why it happens yeah. in the movie. And it's, it's done so well. Now, this is where we get the tragic scene. Yeah. Where the superiors have found out. There are so, majors uh, coming. There is a guy. His name is uh, Horace Smith Darian. He's a general in the British Army. Well, real quick, let's talk about how they found out. In the movie, these mm-hmm. fucking snitches. Yep. They're like the idiots posting about shit on social media. They wrote letters. They wrote letters. Keep your fucking mouth shut. You got a good thing going. <laughs> you opened your fucking mouths. Yeah. <laughs> you had you just had to tell your wife, yeah. oh, this is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> we just may be here the rest of the war not fighting. All this right. is great. Yeah. <laughs> so all of their mail is uh, monitored by the higher-ups. Nothing goes... Also, all the mails are behind the front lines. They also give <laughs> each other the mail to send out. Yes. Like, they switch, like, post Yeah, mails. suddenly there's German letters, like, going through... Going through France, and, <laughs> and France letters going through Germany, so at some point, it's going to get picked up. Right. <laughs> but this major, um, the commander, or general, I think it was, general? And this Ooh, the guy the, was about uh, to bring Scottish up? Scottish guy? He was at the front um, line before. Yes. So... He's the one who was pranked. He came they built back. him as an asshole early. He came back, and that's when tragedy struck. Right. So there was a guy, the real guy, Horace Smith Darian. Uh, he has a quote that says, "A slot trench warfare does this." He says, "Like the the uh, the actual like the the style of fighting itself lends itself to this." He says, "It's a slide. It causes a slide into a live and let live mentality, and it's the greatest threat to morale." So. Uh, he w- issued specific orders against fraternization. So he said, mm-hmm. like, if anybody is caught doing any kind of fraternization, they he wants them punished. Now, officially, the British have never punished anyone for what went on on Christmas. Okay. But they were on the lookout for it and made sure that nothing like this would ever happen again. Uh, if something like this was to happen, they're, like, moving you somewhere else, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. Where and you're you see that fucked. happen. Yeah, you see yeah. that happen to the Germans at uh, the end, sadly. But yeah, well, go ahead. What were you gonna get? You were gonna get into it. What? What with the guy? What he does? Oh well, he comes back, 
and he's like yelling at them. He hates that all this shit happened. And there's one German crossing over so and everyone's looking at him. No one wants to shoot clock. him. Yep. The clock. Yeah. So the barber, the guy who was cutting the French guy's hair earlier in the movie, there's a whole thing about how this makes my wife cry her eyes out. I almost cried. Uh, (laughs) The whole thing, he has a tradition. Uh, He's got this alarm clock, and every morning at 10 a.m., it goes off. And everybody hears it, all sides, and they they comment on it. (laughs) They get pissed. (laughs) So they finally ask the French guy, why does he do that? And he said that every day at 10 a.m., he goes and he has coffee with his mother at 10 a.m. And he didn't want to forget that, so he set the alarm clock to do that every day. He doesn't get to do it now, obviously, because he's in a fucking trench. Go ahead. While this, <laughs> while they were fighting, he went behind enemy lines. Right. We don't see it. We dressed don't see as a it. German. Dressed as a German so he could sneak into town, see his mother, and have coffee. Mm-hmm. When he comes back, we he's don't know it yet. He's dressed, he's as, dressed a German, as a German. Yeah. He's trying to cross no he's man's land. He's trying to cross no man's land, and no one's shooting at him. Right. And the person whose brother was shot shoots him. Right. And at this moment... Everyone's looking, and they run over to him. And the alarm clock goes The alarm clock goes uh. off, and they're like, oh, my God, it's the guy. Yeah. And they run over to his body, French and they're like. just in tears. Mm-hmm. And he finds out that he visited his wife and son on yeah, the other son. side. He's like, you have a son, Henry. Yeah. I had coffee with my mother. Yeah. It's heartbreaking. It's, it's it heartbreaking. <laughs> and you're like, no. <laughs> Why did you make it worse? Because, <laughs> oh, man. It's the so fighting commences so again. The, yeah. They're fighting Just again. The war the, resumes. The priest is sent back to Scotland. Yes. And he's punished. And he's replaced with a more brutal priest, and he gives up the church and leaves. Right, and this is symbolic. He takes his cross off, and he, he just leaves it. And the, the current priest is like, Germans are the enemies yep. of God. Fire and brimstone. The Kill them all. You're out of, you're, this is a conflict for the existence of civilization. Yep. And it's all just like, fuck you. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> the Germans are yelled at. Yep. They, they get punished. put on a plane. Uh, a train. A, plane, a train out east by Rupert. He comes in, and there's this great moment where he, everyone is taller than him. Did you notice that? <laughs> yeah. He, I didn't He has that. to look up to them. Yeah. That's and he's funny. like this little fucking guy, and they, they don't, no one respects him anymore. Yeah. And he smashes their harmonica. And I think they, he has a line to uh, the guy, uh, the lieutenant, mm-hmm. Daniel Brule. He he also plays uh, Baron Zemo in uh, Marvel mm-hmm. for you know the Marvel shit. He's a Marvel villain. Oh, is he? Yeah. Is he? He's yeah. a fantastic actor. He's a good actor, and yeah. he's also in Inglorious Bastards. Yeah, oh German. yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's really good. He's a good actor, but he's like I have more in common with the men on the other side of the trench than you. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. like we have nothing in common with you. Yeah. You aristocratic fuck. And then he sends him out to Russia. Sends him out yep, to, to Russia die. to ha- fight in the most brutal conditions and die. Well, there's one more, even more brutal moment. Because where do the French get sent? Where? Verdun. Verdun. Oh. <laughs> they both get fucked. Yeah, they arrested a cat for treason. Oh, Felix. Slash they Nesta. arrested Felix for treason <laughs> for fraternizing with the Germans. Yeah. That poor cat. <laughs> I gotta say though, this movie. Oh well, uh, here and here's the final moment, which is uplifting. They smash the Germans' harmonicas, 
Uh-huh. They don't want them to like sing or have fun on the train, mm-hmm. and they just start humming loudly yes. together in mm-hmm. unison, and it's just a fuck you, it's a to fuck hum- you, it's yeah. a high yeah. command, and the train pulls away, and the movie ends. It yep. takes so much fucking balls to humanize Germans in any you World can do War it in movie. World War One. It's it, just it takes balls. You can do it, but it still takes balls to actually show people. Now, World War One, it's been done since on all quiet on the Western yeah, Front. Yeah, that, that was the that was the deal from Jump with that movie, a play before that. Yeah, you know, I think that that still came takes out in like balls in my opinion. World War One, it's easy to do from the German perspective. I wanted to ask you guys: Do you have any? Uh, were your relatives in World War One? My grandfather fought for the Italians. My great grandfather fought for the Italians. Okay. And my other great grandfather was on the British side. So yes, I do. My so World War One, I, I don't know. I don't think so. I have World War Two. I have my my great grandfather told a story. He was a cook in the Italian army. I imagine he's probably at like Vittoria Vento. Didn't he uh, give everyone food poisoning? And they were they were all throwing up. And then the music from Platoon started yeah. playing. He he said he would never cook again. <laughs> uh, he said. <clears throat> this is how it was described to me by like my uncle. He said that he told him that they went and when they ran out of food, they ate the horses. And when they ran out of horses, they went home. This is um, wow. interesting because the Italian army famously mutinied <laughs> and went home. <laughs> so he may not be that far <laughs> off. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, the earliest record I have back of my last name that I know of is in Chicago in like 1910, 1912. So you know what they <laughs> were doing. My last name might be completely made up for all I know. I have relatives in Sicily. Just throw a bunch of shit together. That sounds Italian. <laughs> I have some relatives, in, like distant relatives <laughs> in Sicily who contacted us through Facebook, but they speak Italian. We speak English. This was before translator, translators were there, mm. and I had no idea what they were saying, so we just stopped uh, even trying. That's too bad. Yeah. I, should, I could probably contact them nowadays and translate some stuff. But yeah, my, my, uh, my British great-grandfather, he got gassed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So my... <laughs> I don't know about my father's side, but I know on my mother's side, one of her, her grandfather, one of them fought in World War One for sure and was hit with gas. Americans? Yeah. So he was a European immigrant, mm-hmm. came to America when the war was breaking out <laughs> to get back. away. <laughs> oh and they're like, God. hey, guess what? You got drafted? You're fucking that going sucks. back. Oh, that sucks. And he had to go back to Europe to fight. <laughs> oh, that sucks. And he, you know, he fought. <laughs> Made it. He got injured, got hit with gas. I think he had, like, he may have had a Richard Harrow thing. Really? I think he may have. But he, he definitely. a whole house. He definitely got gassed and was all fucked up. Yeah. Wow, that's brutal. Yeah. You're going to have permanent lung issues for the rest of your life with that. That's it, guys. Merry yeah, Christmas. That, There's so, one, yeah, Merry one Christmas. little Jeez. last bit of business. Oh, oh yes. The picture oh, of the picture. Yes. Well, two bits. We got to do ratings, too. Yeah. Okay. But I think um, we all know what we're rating this. It's not that hard to figure out. <laughs> these are. This is the simplest drawing he's ever done. Yeah. Really? Yes. What's it look like? It's three men. They are stick figures. One of whom has an Indian feather. No, that's his German spike. Ah, the pickle helm. <laughs> and they're kicking a ball. So it's the soccer game. The spike is called a pickle helm? Yeah. I thought it was called the German butt plug of pleasure. Oh, okay. Hmm. That's close. 
Yeah. Now, uh, that helm, was that, like, just for weapon purposes? No. Like, no, it's, they need to sexually satisfy just themselves. Ornamental? If it has any practical use, it's to deflect a cavalry saber. Oh, okay. Know, yeah. Like yeah, yeah. yeah uh, All right, so what do you rate it, guys? 10 out of 10. Incredible movie. Yeah. 19 and 14 out of 10. This is I would give it a 20 out of 10, 100 out of 10. I love I it. cannot recommend this movie more. I really Two can't. Two perfect scores. Brian? I'm going to be the Debbie Downer. Mm-hmm. I'm giving it an 8. 8. Still a good rating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good. Very good movie. Very respectable. No complaints. Yeah. That's it, guys. Yeah, that was uh, that was Christmas. That, that's this year. That's, is that the year? That's the year. Nope, we got one episode left what? this year. What? What? Uh, we have... Oh, we have a pick? We have a pick episode f- coming next week where we will pick January. Uh-huh. Oh, all right. That's and that's, that's going to be video. It is. Oh, we're doing a I think video that, pick. I think that should be a video. Yeah. Okay. To start, you know. Yeah, of course that makes sense. Wow. So people are gonna see us, and then they're then they're not gonna. So listen. what you're saying is this is a close to the first chapter of this program. Wow. Yes. What can you say? It's been quite I, a run. I love doing the show. Oh yeah, we're gonna keep. The show's going. a lot of fun. We're gonna keep the show going. is great. I I love doing it with you guys. I'm very um, proud of it. Honestly, I'm proud of the show. I'm proud of us. We grew. I, I'm very thankful for the listeners. Thank you. Yes, the listeners are have been wonderful. Oh, At yeah. this point of recording this, no one has told us we sucked yet. I'm sure that'll change after I just said that yep. out loud. <laughs> yep. But are you fucking serious? You expect <laughs> us to watch a fucking French movie? I'm <laughs> logging into my fake account right now to tell you. <laughs> um, it's been wonderful, uh, and. Obviously, we've been very privileged to use the studio we're in and all this, and uh, I'm I'm happy to keep on doing it. Yep, oh, bigger yeah. and better things are on the horizon. The video I think will allow us to s- expand and do interesting things. Yeah, like special bonus episodes and things like that. There's things in, in there's ideas in the world. Yeah, there's yeah. nothing's being planned actively at the moment, but right. we have ideas. It, it opens it. options up beyond wanna, just audio. Don't want to give away too much, but there might right. be a giant green screen behind us, <laughs> <laughs> so we can we can have fun. <laughs> All right, um, guys. Happy New Year, guys. Well, no, next no, Merry no, Christmas. No, 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 no. Merry Christmas is good. Merry Christmas is Merry fun. Christmas. Happy this holidays. Happy holidays. If you don't celebrate Christmas, we still love you. Yes. Thank it's you for the listening so much. Season. <laughs> Hoop de doo. Not a hippopotamus for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> <right>. Ready? <laughs> what? I know I'm I'm getting ready to do my final wrap up. Oh, I thought you, I thought like, he was getting emotional yeah. just uh, I'm yeah. weeping weeping mm-hmm. after all, all this. Right, ready? Want to thank you all for listening to us. Want to give a big thank you to Tom Steve Dave Lannis record here. Thank you all for listening so so much. It really means a lot to us. If you want to email the show, you can email us reviewinghistorypod at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Follow us on Instagram, reviewing history pod. Facebook, Reviewing History, Twitter, Our View History Pod. Follow me on all social media, at Brian Rupert. Follow me on Letterboxd. I rank or review every single movie I watch. Thank you all for listening. Have a merry, merry Christmas. Enjoy the day. Even if you don't celebrate, just be nice that day and take the time to really put out good cheer into the world. Thank you all for listening. (laughs) I know, I'm a cornball. Thank you all for listening. Have a great day. Bye.
I thought that you were one. Seen it ten times before. I thought that you had it all. With both your feet on the ground. I love slow, slow but deep. Well, I know what I'm putting at the Fade end of the episode. Reflection, wash over me. <laughs> What song is that? The ubiquitous Mr. Lovegrove. <laughs> Build me up and you knock me down. Play the fool while I play the clown. Keep drunk. <laughs> what do you say? The Islanders are kicking the Rangers' ass. Oh. <laughs> All right. Ready? That was uh, Dead Contents. I don't believe you anymore. Okay. I don't believe you anymore. Oh, wait, are we recording? Yep. You probably should have said that. I'm putting that at the end of the episode. All right. <laughs> we might get hired. <laughs> Ants on tour with Dead Can Dance. <laughs> Sitting on <laughs> They're making him wear skinny jeans. <laughs> Put on the eyeliner. <laughs> no! <laughs> He'd say yes. Are you kidding me? <laughs> All right. Ready? Yeah. Yeah.